The Jeremy Baker Show from the world-famous Fox. Before their World Wired tour stop at BC Place in Vancouver, Fox had an opportunity to chat with Metallica guitar player Kirk Hammett. Um, so I guess I want to start just by talking a little bit about, uh, you know, the set creation for tonight. I mean... I, I get a chance to you know peek at the set list now, which is an amazing thing of modern technology. I can I know, see what crazy. you guys got going on. No surprises anyway. Yeah, not a lot of surprises. Um, you know, Adam was at was at your show in Seattle, so I'm seeing it's okay. A lot of lot of songs from Hardwire. Or, yes. You know, yes. definitely the heavy record you're playing off of. So Kirk Hammett from Metallica, when you're playing live in front of all of us here at BC Place in Vancouver, BC, what Hardwire song are you the most excited to be jamming for everyone? Bro, you know, I really love playing Halo on Fire. There's, there's something about that song that just, like, it, we, uh, we establish a mood really quickly, and the, it seems like the audience is with us every step of the way. Because, you know, when we get to the chorus, they're fucking singing the chorus with us, and it's cool. It's so a really cool, fun song to play on guitar as well. So there's something about that song that, uh, that, I mean, Metallica fans are going to be passionate. They've heard the new record when they're here. And there's something about Halo that you think seems to resonate with, with people out there. Well, I mean, well, it's, it's one of the, the funner songs for, for, uh, for me to play. But, you know, I like, I like uh, Hardwired. I like Atlas. You know, I, you know, I like playing Moth. I love all those songs. What can I say? They're all all great songs. So, I mean, you know, maybe five are going to make the set tonight, maybe six, maybe four, who knows. Uh, the ones that don't make the set, like what's happening in Metallica's think process, you know, when you, I mean, there's not infinity time. you got to pick and choose. The yeah. songs that don't make it, why? Well, well yeah, I mean, we, we plan on coming back around uh, 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 for an indoor tour, mm -hmm. and that's our opportunity to get a little bit uh, uh, deeper, you know, with the, with the, the song selection. Uh, that's our opportunity to, like, to pull out some stuff that we haven't played for a long time, yeah. or just stuff that we just feel like playing. Sometimes we just play songs because we feel like playing them. All right, so that's going to be the one... Maybe that's the surprise. You know, he's saying like, there's not a lot of surprises, but sometimes there is, right? Well, still, I, I, on the on the stadium uh, tour, I mean, the people come to hear certain Metallica songs yeah. without a doubt, and we're very, very aware of that. And so there's a, a list of songs that we just have to play, yeah, or else we get shit. I mean, the, the bottom line is, like, <laughs> what the f what the fuck, man? You didn't play Sabbath True. It's like okay, but there's gonna be there's Sabbath gonna be a song like, that you're not gonna play that's my favorite. Yeah. I know that now sitting here with you yeah, and I'm like you're yeah, not going to play my jam. Well, one of my favorite songs is Leper Messiah. Do I get to play yeah. it every night? No. <laughs> and you're in the band. Exactly. Um, okay so let's talk about some of the jams that you're that you guys play you know every time you've been in the band since freaking 83 or whatever. Um, you're going to play it again tonight. What's the song that still gets you fired up? They all fire me up bro. To this they day. They all fire me up. Yeah. Come on. If you were in a band like my band playing music like we play, you'd be fired up. Every too. song's gonna fire me Come up. Come on, which is awesome. we write the music that we want to hear. Yeah, and we write the music that we want to play. And usually, when we accomplish those two things, then playing the the, the, the execution of it yeah. all 
is a pleasure, you know? It's just like, oh, fucking hell, man. I'm just playing that song again, that song drives me nuts. Yeah, we, yeah I mean, you wouldn't be doing it anymore. You wouldn't be doing I, it I, I don't think anyone in Metallica has ever said that. Yeah, <laughs> so that's awesome. So, I mean... Master like, Puppets, that song drives me nuts. I mean, no one's ever yeah. said that. I mean, I mean we all say, we, re- you know, we refer it to as Master, and that's a song, we love it, just as much as everyone else does. And, I mean, you talked about, you know, the, the, the audience members that, like, when you don't play those jams, they, they yell, you... I mean, those are the ones that are going to get people so losing their mind, right? Like, you're on stage. You're going to get that energy back from people, yeah, yeah. which is I mean, just yeah. incredible. Yeah, I mean, you know, and, and we, uh, like I said, we're going to be coming back around. And all the stuff that, 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 that the uh, uh, fans thought that we were going to play that we didn't play, there's a pretty good chance that we might be playing them when we come back around. And I mean that about the first, or about not the first album, about the new album. Oh man, that's incredible. Um, you know, I was reading, uh, I think it was Ultimate Guitarist or something, was just talking about like you inspired as a guitar player and you threw out John Coltrane, right? Like jazz player. Yeah. Um, and how his music inspires your like metal guitar playing. Maybe you can talk a little bit about that. Like, Well, I, he's, uh, John Coltrane was on such a high level of technique that he didn't even have to think. He, when he wanted to play, he was able to just express himself. And you would be able, to, he would be able to like, you know, write the most complex pieces of music and then play over it the most beautiful line that kind of like brought it all together. And uh, I mean, for me, a, a lot of the inspiration from him comes from his musical complexity and uh, his musical awareness, but then how he was able to just turn it over and, and, and create something just totally beautiful and simple with all that complexity. I mean, it, it's, it's amazing. And you know, whenever he went into a, 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 a solo, I mean, some of those lines, uh, and you know, they're they're to- totally suited for guitar. And guitar players have been ripping off John Coltrane forever, bro, forever. So you're able to put on that record and be like, and just hear it in your head and be like, man, that's that's a that's a metal guitar solo, mm-hmm. just played diff- differently or a different venue or different era or whatever. And then it's, so I read this and I'm like, man, you know, I'm talking to my my buddy Adam over there and I'm like, yeah, you know, Kirk Hammerstein is inspired by Coltrane. And Adam's like, ask him about uh, Satriani and saying like. That guy taught you or helped. Yeah, yeah I, got, I took lessons lessons from him in 1980, 1981. Like that's a thing. I don't even know yeah. that that's even. Yeah, yeah, we knew each other way back when. He uh, gave lessons out of, out of a, 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 a small music store in Berkeley, Berkeley, California, and uh, you know all my friends were taking lessons from him, and they were becoming incredible guitar players literally overnight. <laughs> So I found him and said, hey, I want to become a incredible guitar player overnight, too. Yeah. And so I took lessons from him for, for a while, for about a year or so. So, like, lesson number one, like, for example, I mean, asking you to recall what something that happened so many years ago maybe is dumb, but, like, <laughs> what is lesson one like? Run through some... No, some, it was actually very poignant. It was a... The first lesson was... His, his lesson... First lesson to me was learn your lesson... Don't waste your time. Don't waste my time. I expect you to know everything that I gave you in a week's time. And I was like, this guy's serious. But you know what? I did it. And, you know, he kicked my ass. But after a while, I was taking two lessons a week from him. 
Oh my goodness! Yeah. So he, no. he was able to talk himself double his business right there. Right? Well, I just, I, you know, I just, I, I became so thirsty for what he, he, he had to offer me. I was just like, bring it on! It's all making sense. I want to learn more, and so, you know, and I have to say, Joe Satriani has always played that way. Ever since I first met him, he's always played incredibly with all the sounds and like, you know, all the bar stuff and tapping and crazy licks that no one's ever played or has or still will probably never play. I mean, he's just a, such a, a unique individual as a musician. Oh, that's so cool. Um, before coming down here to, to get a chance to interview, I ran into my buddy Chris, uh, you know, outside, big Metallica fan. I think he was at the meet and greet. He had a chance to. And he was, I'm like, man, I'm going to go meet Kirk Hammett. What should I ask him? He's like, man, ask him about his horror movie poster collection. Uh, so that opened in Salem, like show, you showed yeah, your personal opened, collection. Yeah, yeah, it opened last Friday in Salem, Massachusetts, and it's the very first uh, movie poster exhibition ever in the world, and I'm very proud of that fact. I finally did it. But um, yeah, it's, a, it's 150 uh, pieces from my horror memorabilia collection, which uh, in, uh, includes movie posters, props, artwork, toys, masks, whatever. And they picked 150 of the best pieces, and they're on display now. I also wrote an accompaniment to the show called "The Maiden and the Monster," which will be played while you while you actually well after after the show as like you know a conclusion. Uh, you will get to hear the accompanied piece that I actually. Yeah, so it's like a, like a seven-minute song yeah, that you, seven and a half. It's a seven and a half. you know, looking at all these posters around your room or in yes, your it, space. Yeah, it's, it's called, yes, it's Made in the Monster. It's something that my wife and I came up with. Oh, are we at time now? Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to ask one then yeah, yeah. follow-up question about that. Um, how did you fall in, you know, anything, you know, nerdy or deep dive onto these, like, you know, very niche kind of things, like, like collecting horror movie posters? How did you, Kirk Hammett from Metallica, like, Get into that. Like, how do you fall? How did you fall? I, 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 I was. I, I was. Uh, I, I've been into it ever since I was five or six years old. I've been. That's how long I've been watching movie, watching horror movies, and been in the in this whole collecting of horror stuff. Is like ever since I was a kid, I loved loved this stuff, and I collected it as a child, and then I got out of it as a teenager and got way into music. But then I got back into it as a young adult and really ha haven't stopped. And then the, then the, the posters and the music now kind of collide, I guess? Yeah, well, they always kind of collided, but it's just kind of more obvious now. What's your favorite horror movie to watch? You know, I, 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 I have... must change a lot. Yeah, it changes a lot, you know. But a good one is The Evil Dead. Okay, yeah. classic. Yep, classic. I love it. Kirk Hammett from yep. Talca. Cobra. Thank you so much. Thank you, man. The world-famous Seafox and Seafox.com.